Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to But How. For those of you who are new here, my name is Aaliyah, and I am the creator and the host of this podcast. The reason why I created this podcast is really not for fame on the internet or fortune of any sort. I created this podcast because I want to be a real, authentic person sharing my life experiences. I don't ever try to make my life a highlight reel. I share food for the most part on my Instagram. And I just want to talk about mindset on this podcast with you guys because we are all, as humans, constantly evolving. So I just want to be somebody that if somebody's going through something, they stumble upon my podcast and listen and gain some clarity based on something that I said or can take something away that makes their life easier, then why the heck not? I mean, it takes a lot from a person to sit alone in a room and record their thoughts into a microphone and not have a fucking clue who's listening to it on the other side. But I'm willing to do that because I only live once. Might as well just share my opinions with the world on a public broadcasting platform. So what's up? (laughs) This podcast is all over the place. It's everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Take what you want. Leave what you don't. However, the only thing that I ask is that every single episode that you listen to, that you go into it with an open mind and you just take this like we're having a conversation and we're just friends. I never want to offend anybody. I try to be as transparent as I can and share my opinion. So last week I did not upload and I told you guys in a previous episode that I wanted to be consistent with this podcast and I had to sit and reflect with myself on what consistency was going to mean to me. Was it going to mean consistently uploading every Friday as I have been or was it going to mean consistent quality content that I'm uploading? And after like one minute of sitting with that realization, it was like, duh, I'm obviously going to put up quality content for you guys. So I do consider myself very raw and real on this podcast. However, I have realized that when I listen back to episodes, there are things that I wish I would have said or wish I would have said differently. But I do realize that I do need to have some sort of a script going into it, like at least talking points. So I decided that I'm going to take a little bit of extra time to think about the things that I'm going to say, really do some extra research if need be, and provide you guys with the best quality content. So I thank you guys for coming back and listening to another episode. I don't want to get too much into the logistics of it because I'm sure you guys don't really care about the process of what goes on behind uploading this podcast. However, on the platform that I upload my podcast to to be distributed to like Apple Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio... On that platform, I can see where people are listening to my podcast, like specifically states and cities. And I was so shocked to see that the top three states that listen to my podcast are Nebraska, Chicago, and Michigan. This is future me editing this podcast, and I realized I said Chicago as a state. I meant Illinois. Chicago is the top city in Illinois that is streaming my podcast. So let's continue on with the episode. I was just blown away by that because I'm from Minnesota, for those of you guys who don't know that. So 
Moving forward, I do want to be a lot more professional on this podcast. I'm still going to swear, still going to slip up, same old Leah. I'm not going to change who I am. I just want to provide better content for you guys. So I hope you guys are okay with fewer uploads. I will try to sneak in a couple if I get the chance to, or maybe every once in a while pop up a surprise guided meditation, wink, wink, maybe to come in the future. We will see. So I like to get into a really mellow, calm, relaxed headspace before starting every episode for myself and for you guys listening. I want you to have the best experience while listening to my podcast. So I think taking the extra time to get into the headspace is really important before we begin talking about the topic at hand. Previously, I've been doing breath work or oracle card readings. We are going to be doing a guided breathing exercise today and I am so excited to walk you guys through it. If this is your first time doing a guided breathing meditation of any sort, I have to disclose that this is not meant to be done while driving or operating heavy machinery. Not only could it be dangerous just because of how relaxed your body can become, just depending on the stress levels in your body, but also just do it for yourself because this is a sacred moment that you get to have with your mind and your body together connecting to tell you what's really going on inside and also to tell you that you can heal yourself just through focusing on your breath. It's super important. I'm going to stress that a lot throughout this entire time that I host this podcast. So before I begin, go ahead and pause the video, get your blanket, wrap yourself like a burrito, and just relax with me as we go through this guided breathing meditation. In this week's episode, I talk all about early mornings and how you can become a morning person. So I thought it would be very beneficial to do the counteractive thing and share a breathing exercise with you guys that can help you relax your body the most efficiently at nighttime. I also use this breathing method when I'm feeling a little bit of anger or anxiety, frustration coming on in my body, just when I feel the temperature of my body rise or my heart rate start to pick up. This just allows your body to relax to the absolute max, and I actually have used this breathing method my whole entire life. I remember learning this as a child in therapy, and I've just kept it with me through my whole entire life, so I think this is a really beneficial breathing exercise that you can keep in your back pocket for any time that you just feel like you need a release. This breath is commonly referred to as the 478 breath because you are going to inhale for the count of four, retain the breath at the top for the count of seven, and exhale for eight. So I like to do this before I go to bed again because it just creates so much space in your body for oxygen to flow more efficiently throughout in a way that it needs to. So if you're sitting at a desk all day, you're not really on your feet, this breathing exercise laying down in Shavasana can help allow the oxygen to flow more freely throughout your legs as it is restricted if you're sitting for the majority of your day. So just keep that in mind as we go through this breathing exercise. I find that I only have to do this about two to three times before I realize just how fast my thinking mind can be put to rest. So we are going to go through this cycle of breathing three times. It is going to take a little bit longer than our normal breathing exercises, but I promise you guys it will be so worth it. 
So wherever you're at, just take a deep breath in and let something out. Let a noise out. Let a sigh out. Just let it out. Let's do it together. Inhale. (sighs) Let that shit go. So if you haven't already, go ahead and close your eyes or soften your gaze past your nose. Maybe this is the first time in a long time that you have actually sat in stillness with yourself. And even if that's not the case for you, no matter how often that you allow yourself to sit in stillness, just take a moment to appreciate the fact that you are doing this and you are showing up here for yourself. So acknowledge that and give a thanks to yourself. Begin to notice your breath and just let go of everything that has happened so far up until this point in your day. Really be present in this moment with me and just trust in the sound of my voice to guide you through this breathing exercise. Let's make sure that our entire face is relaxed. Our shoulders are separated away from our ears. We're not holding any tension there. Tongue is resting gently on the back of your teeth and your lips are separated to ensure that your jaw is fully relaxed. Go ahead and inhale through your nose and exhale through your nose. So again, we are going to inhale for the count of four, hold at the top for seven, and exhale for eight. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Exhale, eight, seven, two, and one. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, three, two, one, exhale, three, two, and one, last one, inhale, hold, And exhale. Let it all go. Before you open your eyes, I want you to just notice how your body is feeling. Give yourself a thanks for allowing yourself to participate in that breathing exercise and allow your mind and your body to connect. So I'm going to be coming out of my meditation voice now, going to be talking a little bit louder as I get into this week's episode. If you are feeling like you cannot listen to this episode because you are so relaxed, that is totally understandable. Go ahead and pause, stay with this feeling, be with yourself. It is totally fine. I am not gonna be offended if this is the only thing that you take away from this episode. So again, for those of you guys that are wondering, that is the four, seven, eight breathing method. All right, let's begin this week's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about 
a core value of mine that I hold near and dear to my heart. It is truly the foundation of my mindset. It is the best decision that I have ever made for myself. And it is the only reason that I am able to have a conversation with another human. And that is, as you can see by the title, early mornings. Did I lose you? Are you still there? Yes. I'm talking about fucking four in the morning. That shit just it fires me up like nothing else. And again, I'm sure I've lost a lot of you there. Like, cannot relate to that. What the fuck are you talking about? How are you even able to do that? You psychopath. Yes, I know. I am crazy because I love waking up at four in the morning. And it is literally the only reason why I'm able to function on a day-to-day basis. I have found that mornings have been the most efficient way for me to squeeze the most out of my day because I'm just not productive at night. And the earlier on I start my day, the earlier I end it, the more functional I am as a human. And not everybody's built like that. I understand that. So I do want to throw that disclaimer out there and also give you guys a little bit of information as to how you can find out what type of person you are. Are you a morning person? Are you a night person? Are you not sure? Or maybe you think you're a morning person, but you're actually a night person or vice versa. We're going to talk about all of that in this week's episode. So obviously, I have to do a disclaimer because I feel like anybody that's releasing any sort of content on the internet has to do this. Um, I really just want to say that in no way, shape, or form do I think that I am better than anybody else just because I wake up early. I really don't want to make it sound like my life is completely together and that everybody should follow in my footsteps and that you are only successful if you wake up at the ass crack of dawn, okay? That is not true. There are a ton of successful people that work through the night and sleep during the day. A lot of artists and authors and musicians will stay up all night and sleep during the day because that's the time that they are most creative. However, if you are staying up late and you are watching TikToks and YouTube videos and consuming all sorts of social media content or not really being productive when you're staying up late, that's probably actually a really good indicator that you should be trying to shift your day in a different direction and maybe waking up early would actually benefit you. So I want to share some information with you guys that can help you better understand your body's biological clock, your internal clock. So some of you might already be familiar with the term circadian rhythm and for those of you who do not know what it is, it is the 24-hour cycle that your body goes through. So the universal sign for a new day or like a 24-hour period obviously is 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. but since time is just a made-up concept, our bodies adapt to its own internal clock and if you get in touch with your circadian rhythm, you now open up the doors for endless opportunities to understand your body. Understanding your body's circadian rhythm can really help you optimize your day and just squeeze the absolute most life out of it. So for example, if you are going to the gym at 7 p.m. because it is the only time that works with your day, you are just getting off of work and you hate it because it's always packed and your workouts are shitty because your mind is on a million other things that you would rather be doing with your evening, but you show up every single day at 7 p.m. because you know you have to exercise, but You are actually probably not seeing benefits if that's your mindset and you hate the time that you have to go to the gym because your mind and your body are connected. And for so many people, they separate that. They completely separate the mind and the body. Listen to what your body is telling you. If you are not seeing results, it could obviously be because you need to switch up your routine, but also... It could be the time of day that you are going and you are not optimizing your body's energy. So 
getting in touch with your circadian rhythm and understanding it and figuring out what your internal clock looks like will help you just run your life a lot more efficiently. So again, that's your circadian rhythm. So to get even more specific, I'm going to introduce another word. Don't want to assume that everybody knows what I'm talking about, so I'm just going to give a definition, even if you know. I'm just going to brief it here. So that word is chronotype. So your chronotype is specific to your sleep schedule. So by finding out your chronotype, you can now build your entire life schedule around it. Think about how much time that you spend sleeping. It roughly amounts to half of your life. And even if you're not interested in changing your routine or your sleep schedule at all, I think it's just helpful to know as much information about yourself as possible. I'm going to leave a link in the description to a short quiz that can help you find out what your chronotype is. So there are only four different chronotypes, but over 55% of people fall into one specific category, which is associated with the rising and the falling of the sun. Probably likely that if you're listening to this, like over half the people in this world have the chronotype of the bear. So that is the most common chronotype. And I also want to say that your chronotype is not something that is set in stone for everything because your sleep schedule is going to change throughout your life with your school schedule and different careers that you have. And based on when you get married, what your spouse's sleep schedule is like, it's going to change over time. But it's a matter of listening to your body and what feels good to you. So maybe you work an overnight job and it's what pays the bills. It's what is getting you by financially, but you really don't like it, just like the gym thing. And an important realization to come to is that if you are unhappy with what you are doing, it's just, it's not going to work out for you in the long run. But that is a whole different conversation I need to have. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that your chronotype can change over time. So even if you are working an overnight job and you find that you actually really thrive in the morning, do yourself a favor and look for a morning job, an early morning job, and change your entire sleep schedule around. It's only going to benefit you if that's what your body is telling you that needs to happen. This is going to take a little bit of trial and error and just finding out what works best for your body. Just listen, take notes, and realize, like, am I yawning more throughout the day since I have gotten up earlier? No, maybe that's your body telling you like, hey, you actually don't need 12 hours of sleep. Maybe I'm calling somebody out here. Use that and get up a little bit earlier if your body is telling you that you need to. You'll know, okay? You'll know when it's right. You'll know when it's time to wake up a little bit earlier or stay up a little bit later to work on your projects. So this is just a little tool for you guys to help you optimize the most out of each and every day ahead of you. I would love to see your guys' results. If you want to screenshot it and send them over to me on Instagram, my handle is at May underscore underscore and that will be in the show notes. I especially want to know if you guys have the same chronotype as me. So I am the lion and that is somebody who thrives in the morning and doesn't get much done in the evening. And they also go to bed early, which literally hits the nail right on the head for me because that is exactly who I am to a T. So let's talk about mornings. What are mornings like? Maybe some of you actually really enjoy sleeping in until 2 p.m., even if you're not being super productive with your day. And I want to say that is okay. I am not judging at all. And I do not think that, again, I am better than anybody else. 
because I wake up early. It for me is literally the only way that I am able to get anything done because I am most productive when I just hit the ground running in the morning. I really like to go all in on things. I don't like to do anything half-assed. So when I told myself that I was getting up early in the morning, I set rules for myself where I was not going to hit snooze and I was going to do it for 30 days straight, no matter what, weekends included. It really was not easy. This is not one of the easier things that I have done for myself, but I am so glad and it is so rewarding. It feels so good and it is such an accomplished feeling when I'm able to get everything done that I need to in the morning and also carve out the time for myself to really think about how I want to go about my day. I think establishing these habits for yourself in the morning is crucial no matter what time of day that you are waking up. So I am going to walk you guys through a little verbal morning routine of mine of just little tasks that I feel like when I accomplish, I am the happiest and most productive throughout the rest of my day. So if I wake up and do not hit snooze, I immediately put my workout clothes on and go straight to get my yoga mat and do yoga. I have already set the foundation for a beautiful day for myself. But not only that, I want to make sure that this energy continues on. Try to jam-pack my morning with as much self-care as I possibly can. Now, I'm not saying that this is for everybody. This is just my personal little morning routine. I do not hit snooze. I put my workout clothes on and I immediately go to do yoga and I'll usually do Pilates or some sort of HIIT workout as well. So then I will meditate to just feel the emotions that are going through my body. At this point, I am not thinking about the day ahead of me. I'm not thinking about anything except for myself and being in the present moment. Over the course of the last several months, I have been building up my meditation tolerance. And for those of you who have ever tried meditation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sometimes just sitting there for even five minutes right out the gate is just too much. Like your mind is going at a million miles an hour and you are supposed to sit down and shut it off for five minutes it can be hard but I'm really proud to say that I am up to 30 minutes now today I did a 35 minute meditation and that was a little bit challenging towards the end but it was so worth it when I was done so I like to in some way shape or form challenge myself in the morning and right now I'm doing that by building up my endurance for meditation because your brain is like a muscle. The more you train it, the more control you have over it and the more that you are able to organize your thoughts and be more productive. Just like working out your body. You work out your body almost every single day. At least most people that I know exercise on a daily basis. So why not do the same for your brain, you know? That is one part of my morning routine that I'm going to be preachy about because meditation is just so fucking important, you guys. You have to exercise it like every other muscle of your body. Just allow yourself five minutes to really feel the emotions that are going through your body and that will make all the difference in your life. I promise you that. Now I want to take a second to talk about my family, specifically my dad. And this is an example of how chronotypes can be passed on from the people that you surround yourself by, much like everything else, like I always say on this podcast, that you are a product of your environment. But I specifically want to talk about my dad because my dad has really laid the foundation for me for waking up early. This man is a dairy farmer. So if any of you guys are from big cities and did not grow up living the country life, I'm going to paint you a picture here. My dad is the hardest worker that I know. This man wakes up at like 4.30 in the morning 
and comes in the house at the end of the day, roughly 7, 7.30 at night. And he has done this my whole entire life. However, when I lived at my parents' house, I definitely did not follow in my dad's footsteps with the waking up early. In fact, if any of my siblings and I ever acted up, it was actually a punishment for us to get up at 4.30 and do chores. And being a child and get being given that as a punishment was like, I can handle that over being grounded. Like, I was definitely going to take that over being grounded for an entire month or week or I guess whatever little hood rat shit I did when I was a kid to be grounded for however long, you know how it is. But obviously, I would always take that option over being grounded. But to be honest with you, it didn't really feel like that big of a punishment to me because of one thing, and that is the sunrise. I mean, I remember this so vividly as a child, just every single morning after I would walk out of that barn after doing what felt like the most dreadful morning of doing chores and I saw that sunrise, it was the most grounding, beautiful, I I just don't even have words for it, you guys. I remember this feeling as a child. I can tell you specifically where I would stand and watch the sunrise. It was just so worth it to be up that early, and that is why it truly never felt like a punishment to me. And honestly, to this day, every time that I get the opportunity to see the sunrise, it just fuels me. I know I keep stumbling over my words here, but you guys, it is just such a beautiful experience. I need you all to experience it. So that is another challenge that I have for you guys. Get out and experience a sunrise within the next week. Set a reminder on your phone. Put it in your calendar. Make it happen and thank me later. It tells you that today is a fresh start and yesterday is gone and the past only exists in your head. Tomorrow is not a promise, but today, right now, in this moment that you watch the sunrise, it's a fresh start. And today, you get to decide how you show up. Today brings endless opportunity if you allow it. That is what the sunrise represents to me, and I'm sure you guys can hear the microphone shaking because I'm being super expressive with my hands. I hope that you can feel how passionate I am about experiencing the sunrise and that you truly take the opportunity to feel it for yourself. Before I continue on, I am definitely aware that sleep can be a very sensitive topic because I know a ton of people that struggle with sleep, okay? So I really hope that you can find comfort in knowing that you are not alone if you struggle with your sleep schedule. But I want to take a moment to stress this because in order for you to make any progress with your health, mentally or physically, you have to have somewhat of a consistent sleep schedule, as consistent as you possibly can. Rest is just as important as leg day is. So When I first got into fitness, I found myself getting into the routine of waking up early just naturally. I found that the gym was way too packed for my liking in the evenings, so I started to go at 4 in the morning, and to this day, I still get up at 4 in the morning and work out. However, again, I just need to remind you guys that I am not perfect, because 
there have been months in between like the beginning of quarantine where I have had trouble with my sleep and I've stayed up until 2 in the morning and not waking up until 10 but I think that those times are just as important so that you can feel how different the energy of the world is when you stay up a little bit later or wake up a little bit earlier because it's a totally different vibe at night than it is in the morning and you cannot deny that. There's so much beauty in all hours of the day and just because I wake up early does not mean that I dislike nights. I love the night and I love the moon. I am literally obsessed with the moon. It just... It brings such a mysterious energy and I love experiencing it as much as I can, but I also know that I'm not going to get anything done at night. So staying up late is just not in the cards for me if I want to have a productive life. If I'm staying up late, I'm watching YouTube videos or I'm watching Netflix. I'm not doing some crazy art project or anything. My brain is shut off. There is no gas in the tank after like 7 o'clock at night. As sad as that sounds... That is just the way that my body functions and I still do have weekends where I stay up until 2 in the morning and I always regret it. But again, those times are important because it makes me appreciate my routine and it tells my body that what I have been doing is working and that staying up late is just not meant for me. So now I feel like I have to address the obvious which is the title of this episode and that is how do I become a morning person? I would say that there's really no perfect formula for it. You have to go about it in a way that you go about any other goal that you set for yourself. And I'm going to give you guys an example of the first time that I attempted to go vegan and the second time that I attempted to go vegan and was actually successful with it. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that having to restart a goal that you set for yourself because you realize that the plan that you had set for yourself is just not working out. So you now you have to reassess and try something else. And that is okay, you guys. You can fail a hundred times and the hundred and first time you may succeed. So just keep on trying. So the first time that I decided I wanted to be vegetarian was actually back in high school. I had zero resources available to me. Nobody around me was really vegetarian or vegan. We all ate the same food for lunch. It was just very stagnant. This is before diet culture was a thing, by the way. I would eat an entire container of Oreos throughout the entire day and drink a half a gallon of orange juice, and I was the thinnest that I ever have been. So if that doesn't say something about society changing and the pressure that we feel as a society to look perfect, I don't know what the fuck does. So back in high school when I decided I wanted to be a vegetarian, I did it just to get a rise out of my parents because my parents are dairy farmers, like I said, and I truly just wanted to get a rise out of them. Mom and dad, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry for all the shit that I put you guys through, but love you guys. Thank you for sticking with me. Megan and TJ, you are real ones. So going into this, I obviously had zero clue why I was doing it, and I had no idea what the game plan was for it, and therefore I failed. I think it was like two days before I eventually gave in. A couple years had passed before I decided to give it another whirl. This time, I was completely prepared. I had a reason why, and I knew exactly how I was going to accomplish it. I realized that if I wanted to succeed at this, I had to, right now, in this moment, throw away every single thing in my cupboard and fridge that contains animal products, and I was going to do it right now. I know that I have said this so many times already on this podcast, but seriously, you guys, if you do not have a why when you set out to do something, you are probably never going to get there. I hate to say never because never say never, 
But nine times out of 10, I would say, I would even say 9.5 out of 10 times, you are probably going to fail. If waking up early is something that you really want to accomplish, how are you going to get there? Are you going to set your alarm 30 minutes earlier every single day until eventually you're at the point where you really feel comfortable waking up and you're excited to get up? Finding the middle ground maybe. Maybe you don't even need to wake up as early as you think you do. Just allowing yourself a little bit more time in the morning and just noticing the difference that it makes in your life. Or if you're like me, just disable every function on your phone that allows you to hit the snooze button and set your alarm for four in the morning for 30 days and go for it no matter what. Neither way is right or wrong, so you have to decide for yourself how you are going to get there if it is important to you. I wanted to wrap this episode up by giving you guys a really cheesy quote about becoming a morning person, but when I go into Google and I type in quotes about morning people, they're all quite negative. However, I do see one that I'm pulling up right here and it says, I could be a morning person if morning started at noon. And here's the thing, you guys. Time is a made-up ass concept. If you want your morning to start at noon, decide that noon in your head is when morning starts. Like, shift your day. So, if you feel like you're not getting enough sleep, you need to check yourself. Like, how much time are you spending on your screen at night? Are you putting your blue light filter on your phone if you are using it before you go to bed? How much time do you allow yourself to wind down and actually get into a restful state of mind? So the main thing that I want you to take away here from what I'm trying to say is that if you want to get up in the morning and start becoming a morning person, it does start in the night and you have to set yourself up to succeed at night. You need to set your alarm for four in the morning and not just trust your internal clock is going to wake up that early if you're not used to it. Set your alarm, turn off the ability to hit snooze, get out of bed, stand up, see how you feel. If you don't like it, go back to bed and at least you tried. Although I will add that I hope that you would try at least a week or two before you decide that you completely hate it. And I believe that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in. I am so excited to be sitting down again recording this podcast episode for you guys. Just even taking a week off, it really sucks, but I know that it's mentally what I have to do for myself if I don't want to push myself over the creative edge because I barely have a creative bone in my body enough to create this podcast. So I'm going to spare as much as I can and try to provide you guys with the best quality content every other Friday. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all so much. Don't forget to share your chronotype results with me on Instagram. The link is in the show notes for the quiz and my Instagram. I hope you have a super fantastic day or night if you're listening to this at night. It's so weird not knowing when everybody is listening to this podcast or who the fuck is listening to it. Let me know who you are listening to this podcast. All right. I'm just going to... I'm just going to hit the stop button there because I need to stop rambling. Okay, bye. Love you.